first off, I know hunch, Hunchback scared the shit out of me. When I was a kid. So, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not being anti. It's not like I was anti handicap, but I was not a big Hunchback fan at all. Like he scared the shit out of me. So, <laughs> you're not being anti Hunchback, bro. Theme song guy. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, this is the Millennial Classics with yours truly, Swartik Mayanja and Mumburi Makaya. How's it going? Um, on this podcast, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. Mumburi, it's good to see you, brother. Tell the folks at home. Tell the people. What are we talk? Which classic are we choosing? What are we talking about today, brother? All right, so I'm so excited about this because uh, today we're doing Emperor's New Groove. Yes. And uh, I I think this is a millennial classic the same way if you're, like, young, the youngest sibling yeah. and you get, like, a hand-me-down. <laughs> this is the hand-me-down of Disney movies. Oh, you know that what I'm is the perfect way to describe the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, because we got kind of... Like, born in the post, like, so Disney had this huge renaissance in the 90s yes. of all these big movies yes, that pretty much every generation past that has watched because they're all huge movies. Yeah. And then, like, now Disney's doing like <laughs> big things, Frozen and all those other movies that are coming out now. But there was a stretch there in the early 2000s where there wasn't much, was but it was Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. And, em- and that's why this is a millennial classic because. Um, it didn't do well in box office. It didn't, but it killed in home video. Like first, of, I we had I had the DVD when I was a kid. Yes, so I have to say that like that's such a good point because uh, so at this time like so we were super young, but I never saw this movie in theaters, and you were and you were and you're right. This is one of those under like this is diamond in the rough kind of movies. There are very few people I've met that have dislike Emperor's New Groove, but there are also a lot of people, especially people younger than us, that have never seen the Emperor's New Groove. This is indeed like this is like when I think of a millennial classic, this is it. Like this is a perfect yeah. choice for a millennial classic because it really is people our age got to enjoy this movie and it really should be a lot more people should watch it a lot more people should see it it is a fantastic fantastic movie i think that does indeed cover why this movie is super important and why this movie is a classic obviously this movie is not a masterpiece like, <laughs> to like say the least. which is why i think it's even more of a classic because it's not this isn't toy story it's not perfect. right it's far from it this isn't like uh like a great work of art this is legit just like a funny short animation movie that literally flies by. It's fun. 85% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and honestly, I think it's one of the most underrated yes. animation movies. I have 
this and Surf's Up are my two oh, like geez, underrated. Uh, let me let me <laughs> let me let y'all know something. Surf's Up will never be on this podcast. It is the furthest thing from a blast. <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> I'm about to get my microphone taken away. Yes. All right. Before I before I do this, it's my all right. Let me get this out there before I get sound. Go ahead. Um, my three underrated movies. Oh my god! Here right? we go. <laughs> Emperor's New Groove. Um, surfs up, and then the last one is—it's not really underrated. It's just that because of all the like the big movies of the '90s, I feel like Hercules doesn't get the. Oh, it's new. I can clap it up. For Hercules. It has that fire is, songs. It is fantastic. Um, Hades, Hades in that is just insane. So incredible, incredible my bad guy. Um, so sort it. Yeah. Tell us what's going on in in 2000. So yeah, let me take you down memory lane. Um, I. I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but in 2000, people were afraid. And I don't want to say that this took away from the movie because the movie came out December of 2000. If you knew anything about what was going in 2000, I really typed it in, in Wikipedia, people thought that the world was going to end. I mean, I don't know if it was the Mayan clock, the Ind Indonesian clock, but they thought the world was going to end. That might have taken away from the, uh, the focus on Emperor's New Groove. But also, I have to let you guys know that this was December of 2000. The Supreme Court stopped Florida presidential recount and gave the contest gave the presidency to George W. Bush. Shit was going down, I mean, globally and, in, like, nationally. So for people to focus on an animated movie. Um, and then just like um, Mumbari mentioned, the Renaissance. And I just wanted to really quickly go down the Renaissance just to remind you guys. We'll do that later. We'll do that later. Okay, perfect. So, so those are the two major events that was going on. We'll talk about the Re Renaissance um, moving forward. But let's, let's just jump into the, describing this movie. All right, let's go. Um, Mumbari. Before rewatching, when I asked you, when you mentioned, let's do Emperor's New Groove, what was the first thing that came to mind? So, the first thing that comes to mind is, and there's a second part to this question, but to this answer, I guess, but the whole monologue, flashback, talking into the camera, yes. this is pretty much the first time I saw this as a kid, where it was like, you zoom in on the llama, and he was like, that's me. Yes. And then talking about it. And then, like, a lot of other meta stuff, like, when they're doing the, you know, like, when they're doing the chasing, it kind of goes into, like, the Indiana Jones, like, look on a map. <laughs> yes. But then, when they're actually running, they look down, and it's, like, the, the map, map is actually, on, like, like, that's what they're running on, yes. That kind of stuff, I think, is the part that, that stuff really aged the, really well. And I, so the second part, the reason why I said this is the second part was... <laughs> Do you think this movie's, like, better or worse with or without that? Like, if it was just a straight-up normal movie yeah, like without King all type. that extra stuff, um, or do you think it's better with it? It's so hard for me to say because – so to answer your question, I have to say no. Um, I think – I'm, I'm sorry. I think the movie is better with that in it um, because that's what I was smiling about the most when I was watching it. But I totally forgot that that was a part of the movie personally. So that's not what I thought of when, I, when you first said The Emperor's New Groove, but I absolutely loved it. That was like uh, – what's it called? Like you said, it's that meta Deadpool like coming out of the movie in the movie. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall. It was, deal. I, I loved it. Uh, hi. Excuse me, two seconds here. Um, I'm the one in the car, remember? This story's about me, not him. Okay, you got it? All right, we're going to move ahead. Sorry to slow you down. 
<laughs> I, I died laughing even in the beginning when he was like, yes, this movie is about me. It's not about Pacha. Like, I loved. Yeah. Loved and like they that. zoomed out and the monkey was like eating something and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. I loved it. So. What what did you think about it? before we even oh, watched yes. it? What was yours? So when um when you saw first, so I I loved the all I know is that the the intro to the movie was my favorite part because I loved the, I don't know who that guy I don't even think the guy has like a character name but he's like the hype man for the Emperor's New Groove. I yeah. love that dude. I love that dude, and that was the first thing that so, came to mind. This is a great this is a great segue. Yes. Into the like the best scenes of the movie because yes. I think the opening really sets the tone. Oh. Very Off high. the jump. Very high. The monologue, the intro song, you're messing with the Emperor's groove. <laughs> yes. And then it goes right into like the savage wife selection. Oh. Where he's like. Savagery. Absolute. Sa bro, savage. Hate your hair. Not likely. Yikes. 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 And let me guess, you have a great personality. Is this really the best you could do? Let me guess, you have a great personality. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. It is actually incredible the way he just he's such a dick. And by the way, I think Disney did such a good job. I mean, I hated Cusco for I'd, I'd say the vast majority of the movie. He's such this is a an important this is an important point. Yes, he's, Cusco's a dick. He's such a dick. It's not even real. It's not but, real. And this part's important. When you were a kid, did you hate Cusco? Because I really liked him when I was a kid. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing. Watching it now, the entitlement of this guy yeah. of Cusco, like, like, hurt me. It was hurtful watching the movie. Yeah. But as a kid, I don't remember hating him this much. It's me it was that entertaining. I think it was because it was all of the singing and the dancing and his craziness that I, I, I it took me like I took a step back from it. But yeah, he's a dick. He's so he's yeah, a very when, big dick. That's one of the things I, I jotted down real quick was when I was a kid, I really liked Cusco. And now when I look back at it, not only do I feel like he's a complete asshole <laughs> and that I like him less, it's the fact that, um, and this is going to lead to a wild ass, <laughs> wild ass um, reach. Yeah. But uh, uh, like now that I think about it, there's pretty much three main characters because Pacha is pretty much a main he's character. He's a main character. Isma and 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 Isma yes is a main character. Yes. So I literally and this is this is when you can tell me to shut up. <laughs> okay. But Hit me. I literally was thinking about this and I was like, this movie with three main characters, a villain, a good guy, and someone who's like kind of in between. Yeah. And I was literally thinking, you know what movie this reminds me of? What movie? <laughs> Yo, No Country for Old Men. Oh my! Have you seen that God. movie? Yes, I've seen the whole country for old men. So it also has three characters. Yes. One good, one the sheriff, the bad guy, Javier Bardem. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Llewellyn, who is kind of like the good bad guy. Like he's all sea stealing money, but he's Wait, not but like a like, killer. Are you sure? Josh Brolin. Okay. Well, I feel like the movie makes him out to like. I feel like the, the his pers. I I think he's. He, I think he would be considered a bad guy, Burry. Josh Brolin. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, I don't know. You're rooting for him, though. Of course. Oh, same right, way. sure. But so like, it's the same way. It's the same way where you're rooting for. Cusco to become back. Yes. Okay. I, I yeah. guess I see it. I guess I see it. But I feel like he's much more bad, bad. Like, yeah. So basically what I'm saying is new, con old, new country for old men with uh, <laughs> a brand new group. You're insane. You're insane. I can see it, but you're insane. I like the stretch. That's what it's about. But you're insane. Which makes Woody Harrelson crunk, if anyone's uh. 
<laughs> Kronk, great. Thank you for saying Kronk because I was about yeah, to Yeah, we'll talk Kronk. about Kronk. I love Kronk. He's just he's just pure entertainment. And I don't know, like, at, may, when I thinking about the Emperor's New Groove, I was afraid that I was just going to dislike Kronk because he was going to be like a Dory type of character where it's like just straight comedy. He is all the comedy relief doing dumb shit the whole time, but he is actually entertaining. It is yeah, funny to watch him. He is here's, entertainment. Here's the main issue with Kronk. <laughs> Um, is he just like an idiot or is something actually wrong with him? <laughs> and I'm like, like I'm not like, even saying like, this to, to be mean, but like <laughs> the way he thinks and his thought process and like clear, it's almost like he's a Forrest Gump type character and yes. not just an idiot, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Of course. No, I know what you mean. Like, there is actually something wrong. I do not think that that's the actual goal. I or he's on drugs. That's the other Nope. Thing. I think he's just, just stupid. I think he really is just stupid, but he is, fan- like, he's just entertainment stupid. He's But he, he is a great, he's, like, great scenes, great lines. He, uh... The cooking, uh-huh. all of it. He loves the cooking. Uh, it's just, yeah, you're right. Uh, wait, who, wait, 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 I forgot. Who plays him? Patrick Warburton. Yes. Who, he did who it right. plays uh, Joe and Family Guy. He does a lot of voices. Yeah, no, he was fantastic. He did a great job with um, Gronk. And then the whole devil and angel on his shoulders, like thing that they do. That's really, I really like that guy. Uh, where's the other guy? No. Oh, sorry, I'm late. So oh, what I missed. It's kind of wild to be uh, for a kids thing, but uh. I kind of like it a lot. Yeah, so, like, did you pick up on any of the adult jokes during the movie? What do you mean? So, like, so, like obviously, you picked up on the savagery. Like, you probably are, like, have a great personality when he was picking the girls. Yeah, yeah, But, like, there was a bunch of those jokes throughout the movie, and I probably should have taken some goddamn note, like, written them down. But, like, I thought maybe some of those jokes were super inappropriate, but, like, I never remembered them as a kid, so... Like, I, o- I almost don't blame Disney for throwing in some, like, sexual innuendo jokes that the kids... Oh, no, they have to. They have to. They have to. They have to. And I love that they do that because I think in this movie they did it really well. I- Damn it, I should have added some notes. I-, I wish I had them, but, like, we'll have the uh, him picking out the ladies as one of that. Um, so let's talk about the casting um, real briefly here. Um, so so we both agree that Kronk did really well. Um, I was obs- I think that Yzma is a fantastic villain. Um, yeah. Maybe Kronk helps bring her up a little bit higher, but to them together, that chemistry works so, so, so well. So well. I almost so, like Yzma and um, Kronk better than I like Cusco and Pacha. This movie, and Hercules does it too, where the villains are really likable. Yes. Like super. Like yes. when, you, when you watch Mulan, there's no one that's like, oh yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Hans guy. I'm a big fan of the Huns. <laughs> like... <laughs> No one, no one no. watches like, like, yo, like me and Scar t- till the uh, end. I don't know, but Scar is pretty good. Scar is a pretty good a bad guy. Like, he's not likable, but he's entertaining. That's my point. There's no one that's rooting for Scar, though. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. No one's rooting but for him. He, not, and I guess no one's rooting for Yzma, but she's enjoyable. She's in so that. enjoyable. She has funny jokes. You you don't – she puts herself in funny situations. Um, she, she also uh, – I like how she at one point addresses – the fact that she has to rely on Kronk. <laughs> right? Right? Bro, right? And then they do this scene. Oh, when you're talking about inappropriate stuff, they do this scene where she's about to, like, rip off her dress, and they all, like, <laughs> recoil. 
Then I bet you weren't expecting this. No! And it's just like a knife, and they're like, oh my right? god. Yeah, god. yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, no, but I did really like, I, I, I loved Yzma. I loved Yzma. She was very good. Um, who do you think did the worst? Who do you think did, um, from the casting, from all the characters, is there anyone you didn't like? Is there anyone you could have done without? Done without? The, the thing with this movie is it's such a short movie. Yep, and it should have. I think they could have added something with the family. Because I feel like Pacha's wife has nothing to do. Absolutely not. Like, you don't even know who she is. Nope. And uh, I feel like they could have done a scene before if and made it funny where it was like Pacha and his family. Mm. Like, um, something besides the emperor. Mm. But uh, I think it has to be her because she has nothing to do. She, she does have, really. yeah, she does have nothing to do. But those kids are funny. I mean, they're like the thing is, kids are funny. The kids are fu- and like the whole, like, Burry. I I gotta clap it up. I had like I'm I'm a grown ass man here, and I had a blast watching this movie an hour ago. Like this is a great movie. Like dude, it's the, just, the 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 back and forth, like when they're playing double dutch. Yes, she, they're skipping, <laughs> or like in the restaurant scene <laughs> when they're going back and forth. Um, or when they're like going into the secret lab, like the witty back and forth, it, banter, all, all and it all ages really well. The banter, yeah. And then obviously the chase scene is a highlight for me. Um, with the map, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the music, yes, the music and the map, and the, they get back and somehow Isma gets there before them, and they address it. <laughs> um, and so I, so I had a question for you. Hit me. All right, you're going to go see the Emperor, right? Yes. You've been summoned, just like the DMV. You're pretty much the or jury duty. Yep. Right. You go in there. You have to. You get summoned. You're about like you're about to walk into like the courtroom or DMV, and then you just see some dude fly out a window, <laughs> land, on top of you. and then you help him down, and he's like, "Yeah, I just got thrown out." That old dude was funny as hell. Messing up the Emperor's <laughs> dance moves or messing up his groove. Like, the DMV's <laughs> groove, dude. You threw off my groove. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Sorry. Would tell me you wouldn't just go back in. You would turn the fuck around. I, you, would you would get turn out around. of it. You would get out of it. I mean, but that scene was hilarious. The way he was freaking out about it. He was shaking. He was like, don't mess up the groove. The groove. The groove. Yes. Um obviously you would turn around obviously you would turn around but at the same time he's like he was supposed to be like the head of the the, the, the clan of the village or whatever and then he had he has to he has to or else the emperor is gonna fuck him up anyway so I, in his situation he had no choice um but that was a great opening so who's the mvp for you mvp is isma i love isma bro i just i love i just i think she's she, it makes sense and to be honest bro like, if you look, like, in the beginning of the movie, Yzma's sitting on the throne, and she sends the peasant away because she's, like, she's, the peasant's, like, I'm hungry. And she's, like, who told you to be bored of peasant? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, when, when she said that, I literally was, like, dude, Yzma could run for president. Right. Also, I was, like, dude, you could if I told you Yzma was Trump's grandfather, grandmother, you say facts. that's plausible. That's plausible. Straight facts. That's plausible. Exactly. Like, real talk plausible. And... And then, and then you see the way that um, Cusco treats 
Pacha and telling him I'm going to build a swimming pool on your village. Everyone in your village is going to get lost. I'm like, Yzma and Cusco, them ruling the country, like, it's the same. Like, she, if Cusco, if Yzma is a bad guy because she's trying to kill, what's it called, Cusco, Cusco's also a bad guy because they, they're just as yeah, bad. Yeah, Cusco's just less competent. Exactly. Exactly. So Isma's more dangerous, pretty much. She is exactly. She's more dangerous than Cusco. Just cares about I want to party. I agree. I have her as my MVP too, and it's because I think it's so hard for the villain to be really likable. Yeah. And um, it's the same reason why why I put Hercules on this list because and surfs up for that matter because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break surfs up one more time. You're insane. But but Hades in that movie, um. James Woods is so likable. You almost feel bad you for him. You feel like bad feel bad for, for him, and you feel you kind of feel bad for Isma for putting up with. She's old as hell, right? In the movie, she, she says she, she raised to, him, so she knew yeah, her whole she, life, and she's been putting up with this dude for years, right? decades, and you're just like, like if you really think about it. She's just fed up. She's fed really. up, bro. Like coming, she probably runs the country. Anyway, exactly, bro. Coming off of Game of Thrones, like I'm surprised he stayed alive this long, right? Like I feel like she, like, th like you wouldn't, I would, like I wouldn't be that pissed off if Isma ended up ruling the kingdom, you know? But like, well, if you really want, so if you wanted to actually talk Game of Thrones about this, right? So she actually, you get, so she, they talk about how she always hires idiots, yes, big dumb idiots to work for her. And that's probably because she doesn't want to hire anyone smart because she'll feel threatened. Facts. Right? Mm -hmm. So, but because she hires big dumb idiots, she can't get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when she's trying to get him to kill Cusco, she's like bashing the broccoli together. And this dude's just not putting the pieces together. And you can just tell this, 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 like, like the relationship just. Partnership is just so bad. It's horrible. Because there's definitely miscommunication. Kronk is just too stupid. Too stupid for Yzma to be successful. But I think she likes it that way because she wants to feel powerful. Like, it's her goal. But at the end of the day, it's her own undoing. Like, it ends up messing her up. But, like, okay, so question. Moving on, my friend. Um, how big of a deal? I know we touched upon this and saying that it wasn't that great. But let's talk about the rest of the Renaissance, right? How big of a deal was this movie at the time? How big of a deal was this movie? So, so we're going to talk about the Renaissance next. But right before, I want to talk to you about this movie getting made. Because I didn't know. So this movie was in like production hell, pretty much. Mm -hmm. so, so this movie came out in 2000. Yeah. You know, guess what year they started development? What, 90, 90, 96, 97? 94. Jesus It was Christ. going to be... A musical? This movie was 140 minutes. Not even. Wait, really? It's gonna be in 94? It's gonna be a, it was going to be a musical yeah. called, called Kingdom of the Sun with six sting songs, right? <laughs> directed by the guy who directed uh, um, Lion King. Oh, right? wow. Mark Dindal, right? And he's still credited as a director. Yeah, he is. That's who I have down, written down. Yeah, yeah. he's still credited as a director, but he left. So what oh. ended up happening was, was it was supposed to be an Incan retelling of Prince and the Pauper with David Spade as a young emperor called Manco. Owen Wilson is Pacha, who's a young villager that looks 
like the emperor. Okay. Right? Okay. I now, can see Earth, I can see Owen Will in his Pacha. I can right? definitely see that. I really like that. I really by um, the way, the inside scoop, this is some, you know, behind the scenes stuff. We were going to do wedding crashes. So Owen Wilson is fresh in my heart and good. Yeah, things. we'll still do wedding crashes. Of crashers, course. Sure. But like I can definitely see that. That's such a good guy role. That's such an Owen Wilson Wilson role. Go ahead, keep going. So Isma mm-hmm. was Earth it was like Eartha Kit who, who plays her now. Yeah. But originally the first choice was Barbara Streisand. All right. Okay. And then and then Carla Gugino. Do you know who she is? I don't. Sorry. So she. Um, Anything I'm trying else she to did? So she actually did. You, have you seen the movie San Andreas? Yes. With The Rock. She's Dwayne The Rock. Yeah, Rock? she's yes. the mom in that. Oh, okay. Um, she's been in a ton of TV shows. Um, I'm trying to see if there's like she was. You, if you ever watch Entourage, she's Vince's new agent. That when he leaves Ari. Yeah. Um. So what I'm going to say is I love Isma. So I like it's hard for me to want anyone else outside of Isma. I mean Eartha Kitt for Isma, but I really did like Eartha Kitt as Isma. Yeah. So, so, but uh, she was supposed to be the Emperor's fiance. Oh, okay. So she was okay. Okay. So she was going to be a new character. Yes. All right. And pretty much they they tested the movie when they were like fifty percent through. Making this movie. Yes. And it tested so badly that they stopped production. <laughs> right? Jesus. And uh, they reworked it, tried it back up again, and the director came, went, and was like, yo, I need six more months to do it. And they were like, no. Like, we had, like, they had, like, McDonald's tie-ins and stuff. And the director just dipped. And oh, wow. the other director came in, and they had other people come in, and... They ended up completely reworking the movie, removed Owen Wilson, turned him into a middle-aged guy, um, brought in John Goodman, and they completely reworked it. And it didn't do well in the box office, obviously. Nope. Nope. And because of they redid it so many times, and they removed Sting's songs. They pretty much removed five of his songs. There's only one song left. Yeah. Which... Um, I think plays in the credits. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I couldn't. I don't. I was like Sting. I don't know. Maybe I missed yeah, it. Yeah, plays maybe. in the credits. Got nominated for an Oscar. Are you serious? The best. Yeah, yeah. Can it get nominated for an Oscar if it plays in the credits? Yeah. That's ridiculous. The best song. Um, and but to our point, it was the best selling DVD of two thousand one. Yes, it was the best. And like, I just want to let y'all know what the um, the difference was. So I didn't even know they made a hundred million dollar budgeted animated movies. Back then, was like like all the Renaissance movie. Were they all hundred million dollar budget? I think, I think. I mean, I think this went over budget because of the because thing. Of but all, all um, but um, but I think they were all very expensive. That's a shit. I mean, ton back of then, I think they hand they hand drew all this stuff first. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That was before the Finding Nemo's and shit. Anyway, so uh, just letting y'all know, it grossed one hundred and sixty nine million. This is in theaters. That's and, and that's worldwide. Worldwide, <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. And it was as a hundred uh, on the dot, a hundred million dollar budget. So that's just not. So that. it didn't make money. It didn't make any pretty money. Pretty much. Pretty much. But After, back in the day, DVDs were popping. And if you are the number one DVD in 2001, that's a very, very good Yeah, movie. so apparently they made like over $125 million oh, from DVD oh, sales. So, so that's why we all know it. So, exactly. So 
now that we know the backstory for it, mm-hmm. we can talk about the Disney Renaissance and what I uh, when we I first started, I when I was explaining why this movie is such a big deal, um, I talked about how it's kind of in this in between. Yes. So, real quick, right? Hit me. Little Mermaid eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast 91, mm-hmm. Aladdin 92, yep. Lion King 94, Pocahontas 95, Hunchback 96, Hercules 97, Mulan 98, Tarzan 99. That, now, my friend, that run is insane. That's 10 years. It is unheard of. For not only are they company for Disney, yeah. that is insane. And that's only Disney. So when we talk about Disney animation, we're not talking about Pixar. Nope. We're not talking about like their Disney tunes or any of their other weird like other animation studios. We're just talking about Disney animation. Then that's 10 movies that are all like all time. Like let me say I'll say it this way. I'm pretty sure I had the VHS of at least half of these movies. Facts. Facts. And and when I was a kid and first off, I know Hunch, Hunchback scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> so <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being anti. It's not like I was anti handicap, but I was not a big Hunchback fan at all. Like he scared the shit out of me. So you're not being anti Hunchback, bro. <laughs> I'm not being anti Hunchback. He just like when I was a kid, I I hated that movie. Wasn't a fan of it. Right, I didn't, bro. I never want, dude. It's, bro, I don't know I how think, that movie ends. I never finished it. traumatized it. me so bad that I haven't seen it since. Right? When I was a kid. Like, and, but all the other movies are um, insane. These like, so we're going we're gonna to bring this back around later when we talk about our last question yes. of the episode. Of but, course. So this is, this is what I call the dark days. The dark Disney, days of Disney. Yes. Right? As so Fantasia, Fantasia 2000. Mm-hmm. Emperor's New, um, that obviously came out in 2000. Emperor's New Groove, 2000. Atlantis, 01. Lilo and Stitch, 02. Treasure Planet, 02. Brother Bear, 03. Home on the Range, 04. Chicken Little, 05. Meet the Robinsons, 07. Bolt, 08. Princess on the Frog, 09. Um, So Princess on the Frog, I guess, could go either way. But the others, the only great movies, like, and hits that I see are, uh, Lilo and Stitch. You don't like Atlantis? You weren't a fan of Atlantis? Well, I, it wasn't a hit. It bombed. It, it did bomb. It did bomb. But were you, Mumbari Micaiah, a fan I, of Atlantis? I am a big fan. And um, when they do the Disney remake of Atlantis, I'm definitely going to go see it. Right? So that's like something that, I it's wish. Like, I feel like if they bring Nicolas Cage in, make it um, National Treasure 3 Atlantis, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm all the way in there. <laughs> But yeah, you're talking uh, my language. Of these way. movies, like, have no, you seen all, all of the movies no, that no. I just named? Nope. Have you seen all of them? Nope, I don't even so, know. So I don't. I didn't know about a bunch of them. Nope. And I've like, all right. So I've seen. I haven't seen Fantasia. I haven't seen Meet the Rob. Wait, you said Meet the Rob. Meet the Robinsons. I've seen it. It's a good I movie. Seen it. I haven't seen it. Maybe I should, but I haven't. Um, go ahead. But oh, Home on the Range, Bolt, uh, Princess and the Frog. I haven't seen any of those. Maybe, obviously, we were probably too old for Princess and the Frog. Right. Maybe Princess and the Frog is a sleeper hit. I don't know. That's why I kind of left it out of there. But from that, 01 to 08, trash. All those movies, very iffy run. Very, very iffy. iffy run. I have to say, you, the Brother movie with the bears was horrible. I Brother hated, Bear. I, I, like I fell asleep as a kid watching that yeah. movie. I remember so, liking that movie. So 
even like even if we haven't seen all of them, this is definitely a very big dip in quality, Fair. and it's uncomparable to the first, the first run of nineties. Right, nineties run. Wait, when did the <laughs> Pixar movie start then? So Toy Story was in ninety four, I believe. Okay, okay, okay. And then, but Pixar really took the shine from under, of course, under Disney. Right, I, because maybe. Monsters Inc. We've all seen Cars. We all saw. Um, obviously, Toy Story two, Toy Story one, um, Incredibles. So that kind of like just. Um, but Disney came back huge. Tangled, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen, mm-hmm. Big yeah, Hero Six, that's all Zootopia, Moana, um, Wreck It Ralph two. So and then Frozen two. So obviously, the, I think they're back in. They grew in. <laughs> in their group <laughs> Pun intended. basically what i was trying to say was when we were talking about millennial classics we kind of are right in that shit period yep where we like um we ended up having to we pretty much watched the 90s movies that's exactly right that's and i know there's some like geriatrics that are like bambi or something <laughs> or some, or some, some old 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 but for, yes, all for all intents and purposes. Um, Disney animation started in 89. Right. Um, so with with that being said, and that this kind of leads us to our last question. Hit me. Um, would this get remade now? Because of all the movies that we've talked about, mm-hmm. they're all getting remade. All so Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, um, have already come out. Mm-hmm. Huge hits. Yep. And Dumbo came out was not a hit. Not and a hit? I haven't, I don't remember Dumbo. Like I know of Dumbo, but it it's an older movie, and uh, I don't think it like had the same. Obviously, didn't have the same hype. But Lion King comes out this year, and that's going to be huge. Mulan, the trailer just came out. It's going to come out next year. Little Mermaid just got. They just cast it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to do Pocahontas. Because that's that's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough one. In our PC world, that is a yeah. tough one. Um, I like to see white people tackle Pocahontas, right? Because, <laughs> uh, uh, Hercules, they're probably not going to do. They should. They really, really uh, should. They, they really, really should. should. They really should. But, um, um, they did remake Tarzan, which was but I it wasn't not a fan. It wasn't Disney. Wait, wait, really? So the remake yeah, of Tarzan, the live action, wasn't Disney? Well, Tarzan's kind of like a, it's just like a known story. It's, yeah. And so is Hercules. So it's not like a Disney story. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The rest are like Disney-created imagination. Yeah. And but, would that, but that also goes for Pocahontas, right? That's also true for Pocahontas. Yeah. 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 Uh, that makes sense. <clears throat> All and right. So, so that kind of leads us into... This movie, because Emperors, if you look at all those movies, they're kind of remaking all of them, and then at some point they're gonna run out, and then they're gonna they're gonna have to get because they can't just re you can't remake Frozen, it nope. just came out. It literally so, just came out, and they they might do like Bambi and all those old ones, but at some point you're gonna get to Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, I feel like you can remake today, you easy, really and it would be Treasure Planet, um. And for those movies, how like do you think it can be remade right now? Like, let's say Emperor's New Groove. Let's talk about this movie. Yes. Could you remake it right now? Live action. I am I am very, very wary about these remakes, especially when they are 
animal filled, right? Like Jungle Book, I was super happy about. I thought that right. I forgot long, about that one. Right, but, Jungle and Book. That was that was a hit, and a, a lot hit. of people liked it. I liked it a lot. What I'm super nervous about is because I've seen the, the these these commercials. Like Aladdin, I thought was fun and exciting because it had human beings in it. The 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 um, Lion King. I am super wary about Lion King because there's no human being. So why does it need to be live action? No, seeing live. Um, animals talking to each other does not get me excited unless there's human beings involved. So, well, you're going to go see it and it's going to make a billion dollars. So, <laughs> <laughs> Straight facts. But so what I'm coming to is, yes, of course that, um, what's it called? This movie should be made um, into a live action remake because it is about a human turning into a llama. This is a perfect, I think, a perfect type of movie that you would want to be remade. But at the same time, at the same time, a lot of what I liked about the movie was the crazy outside the box, like you said, like yeah. the breaking the fourth wall, like the map on the floor, like all of these things that you can't do. So, in life. no, I think they can make it like Deadpool and they, they could do it like that. Which would be fantastic. Which would and be fantastic. I 100% agree with you. I think they could easily remake this movie. And matter of fact, so um, let's do this. You're, you're Disney. You got $200 million. You're, like, you're telling me, um, yo, Mumbury, we, we got the money. <laughs> we need you to cast this movie right now. Oh, yeah. Who you got yes. for the, the remake. It's coming out in 2020. Emperor's New Groove, who you oh, got? Shoot. Wait, first things first. Hit me. There's going to be a Pitbull song in there. It has to. <laughs> if it's a shitty remake, it has to have a, a, a Pitbull remake. It has to. Something. And, that, that could be and the there's going to be a Shakira song. Oh, there's going to be a Shakira song and a Pitbull song. Why Shakira? I don't know. Because <laughs> they got to they, they put both of those Are you songs. thinking about Zootopia? You're obsessed yeah. with that movie. <laughs> well, Zootopia is a classic. But... All right, so first with the um, the no, casting. Because because this is a live action, that the people you cast are going to actually be in the movie. They're not going to just be voices. Yeah, they're going right? to be so in actually, the movie. That's very different than voices. Yeah, I know. So you have I know. to think about what they look like. Yeah, so um, I'm not going to lie to you. I Googled Hispanic actors. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be... Can't beat around the bush with this one. You, everyone's got to be full Hispanic. Everyone's got to be a hundred percent. And I know there's going to be some people that are like, um, "What take place in Peru?" Right. But, uh, um, but um, so I got Diego Luna. I don't gonna know be who that Cusco. is, bro. I'm gonna so, have to Google some shit. I don't know who that is. <laughs> probably seen him. Have you seen uh, Star Wars Rogue One? Yes. He's the the guy in that. Oh, I see him. He's no, Mexican. no, I just Googled him. Yeah, no, I can see him. And you want him to be Cusco, right? He looks Cusco. like a Cusco. Yeah, he looks Boom. like a Cusco. Done. That's perfect. That's Pacha, perfect. Pacha um, is going to be Javier Bardem. Is he the guy in um, the, the... Skyfall and No Country for Old Men. Yes. Okay, good, good. Penelope Cruz is going to be his wife. And they're going to have to make... Um, that storyline bigger, honestly, yeah, to give her stuff to do. Yeah, of course, it's 2019. She's gonna have to do something. And all right, so the next one isn't an insult. Sofia Vergara is gonna be Isma. Oh, right? yo, Burry, Burry, <laughs> that is perfect. Sofia Vergara is gonna be Isma. Perfect casting. That and right there, that is perfect casting. I think she can play that role so well. And then <laughs> Kronk was a tough one because Dwayne the no Rock one... Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
But Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He can probably pass for whatever. Of course, you he need can. to pass. But I was gonna say Vin Diesel. Oh, that's that's pretty good. I don't. I, I, so the I think Isma is a perfect casting. Vin Diesel as Kronk. I don't know, bro. Is Vin Diesel funny? When was the last time you saw Vin Diesel be funny? Like mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> like actually, though. So I was gonna say Dave Bautista too. Oh yes, he's coming up with those new movies, right? With the, yeah. with the children, but I feel like he's and he's funny. He's funny in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Oh my God, he is. He is the dude in Guardians of the Galaxy. He could do it. He could do it. He could do it. But I feel like The Rock would be a better. But Rock would probably also be too expensive for the new yeah. group. <laughs> <as> <laughs> and he'd be Kronk, dude. <laughs> or you could go the other way. You could make Kronk like Kevin Hart. No, I don't, I don't know if it would work though. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't know. Uh, but I do. I I like a lot of what I like. Diego Luna. I mean, this movie doesn't get. This movie gets greenlit in a second. In a second. In a second. In an absolute second. And I really hope that they do it because that burst new groove. I like all of these movies that are getting redone. Disney is just like we know it's going to make a shit ton of money. This is the yeah. movie that they don't know if it would, but it needs to be redone because it needs the spotlight. Like this is the movie that needs the shine. Yeah, I think Lilo and Stitch gets made way before this, but I think this is up there. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I think this is a certified millennial classic. Certified millennial classic. And thanks for listening. Of course. Catch you guys next week. Bye-bye.